Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of... I mean, whatever age you're thinking. We are Mike's Camera Action. Um, we're so glad to have you. Uh, we are... Do I say the intro right here? Yeah. Is that where we say the intro? I mean, you can. Okay, we are your friends who unfortunately let TV and film rot their brains. <laughs> I am joined by the wonderful Vivian Ramos de Flores. I will say it in full every single time. I am um, curtsying. Yes. You are what? <laughs> I'm doing a curtsy. A curtsy. <laughs> <laughs> Plies or whatever. Yeah. No, that's a... I don't know. That's a ballerina move, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not no ballerina. <laughs> I thought you were classically trained. I'm sorry. <laughs> Had you pinned for a ballerina. Um, and yeah, so yeah, for those who don't know, we will be bringing you uh, two or three segments each episode. Um in which we kind of randomly pick things and topics that we're going to talk about today. We'll be bringing you a segment called Deleted Scenes and Straight to... Straight to Library. Uh, straight out of libraries. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> no, we're not, Shout no. out to libraries. Shout out to libraries. <laughs> Shout out to films that are, you know, so-so that we think are more than so-so. Um, so I met Mike. Um at my we just talked about this i know um i met mike at my sister-in-law's house where at the time you were living in uh-huh. um right before you got married um and i think i just didn't know i didn't know who you were um and i remember bringing over we brought over spaghetti yeah and like you ended up coming in real quick, but like leaving real quick. But like, sounds like me. <laughs> yeah. So, but you ate the spaghetti, and it, if there's anything about you, um, is that you're very intentional. Like, I feel like you're very like you. If you're having a conversation, you're like locked on that person, and it and it um. And it makes you, it makes that whoever's receiving that, um, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, obviously, like, it makes you feel special. Because, oh it, like, it's, it, you don't get that a lot. A lot, I mean, we're living in a day and age where, like, people are on their phones all the time. Yeah. And, like, even in conversation, they're just like, yeah, I'm listening to you, blah, 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 blah. But they're, like, on the phone. But you're not like that. you ne- <laughs> I'm a millennial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A late millennial, millennial. Um, but I feel like you—you're very intentional, and you were like, you made it a point to be like, "Yo, thank you for making that spaghetti," and I was like, "Dang, who is he? <laughs> like, what, where, what hole did you come what? out of? Like, this is crazy." Very dark one. Very um, called Cicero. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, but I feel like. I think that's who you are, and I think that you pride yourself in that. Um, and I think that's very—that's something to be very prideful of. Um, so you did kind of like impact me in that way because I was like, "Oh, yeah. this is a good dude." Like he just thanked me for spaghetti. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Um, whether it was good or not, I don't know. Um, so <clears throat> that's when I first met you, and then I know that I asked Rebecca. Like, who is he? Whatever. And she um, had talked about how they met you through Tony and Amanda. And, like, yeah. um, they didn't go into huge detail. That was kind of it. Um, 
but if we ever get, I feel like the time, not the timeline, but like the family tree, yeah. like quote unquote family tree of like who Freddie and Rebecca are, Tony and Amanda, shout out to them. Yeah. Um, us like how we all came to be is kind of funny that's a story <laughs> and very, yeah and very like it has history in it or whatever so yeah. um we got to meet you through them and then i met melissa and i remember meeting melissa because they were like oh yeah this is his fiance yeah. um or you know you guys were married already when i met you at the party yeah because yeah. I didn't meet you before then. I'm talking to Melissa. Um, <laughs> she's sitting she's sitting, <laughs> she's right, sitting next right next to Mike. <laughs> um, and I was floored when I met Melissa. Hey, because I was like, oh too. my God, you are so beautiful. Like, legit. I'm not even trying... I'm not even trying to like kiss your butt or anything. No, no. (laughs) I love you to death. But the first time I met you, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. Um, She's a looker. And I'm going to be completely honest and be like, I think she's too good for him. But (laughs) I definitely. I definitely was out of my league. I was definitely playing. I definitely signed up for, you know, the AP class. I mean, I wasn't ready. I'm just being honest. I, I feel that's like that's how I initially felt. And then getting like to know you guys. Uh-huh. Um, she liked me for what's on the inside. That's really what it is for my personality. Um, I have a face for radio. <laughs> it looks that way. Um, and then we got to know you guys and love you guys through just having time together, yeah. um, making it an intentional thing, yeah. I feel like, because we don't live next door to each other. Yeah, man. Um, and. I feel like we were both at that at that point with each other. It was never like, yeah. no, we don't want to hang out with them. We were trying to like really spend time with you guys as we felt like you guys were trying to spend time with us. And so like yeah. our friendship grew through that and like game nights and boss you know. monster. <laughs> Can we talk about it? Can we bring back? <laughs> yeah. Oh, if man. you want real friends. <laughs> oh my God. Play boss monster. Yeah. See if they can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys can make it out together. Yeah. I remember when um we got like heated or we didn't. It was uh Melissa and Robert. Do you remember that? Over the rules? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Robert, you need to apologize. Like <laughs> we're never gonna see them again. <laughs> How could he talk to you like that? Yeah. <laughs> now we just found out that's Robert. That's just yeah, yeah, Robert. that's just Robert is no joke with games, but um, the referee yeah but yeah and i think that's just how our story kind of unfolded yeah and um realizing that our love for podcast yeah um you guys turned me on to cereal yeah. which oh my gosh was amazing incredible um and so yeah. little by little we were just you know talking mm-hmm. through um what we could create together and this is, I mean, this is us. This is the- <laughs> Dang. I didn't you even just try to do the that. episode. Cut, print, go to tape, dude. You just like, that's perfect. Yeah. Outro, roll credit. No, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything to add? I mean, I don't know what I could I like- add. I'm not going to. I told you how I felt when I first met you guys, though. Okay. I don't know if you want to do that. 
I'll give you You're that. Like, eh. I'll give no, no. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one because, like, so when when I ate your spaghetti, I don't. I'm so sorry. I don't remember eating your spaghetti. That's okay. So that's that's for real. But like, when when I really connected with you guys, so I'll tell you the first stage of that, and then the second stage of that, because the second stage is a little somber. But like, so the first stage of that is when I saw you guys at the party at uh at Becca's graduate at Rebecca's graduation party, um. I was like, okay, okay. Like, you know how when, you, when you're friends with a couple, when you're friends with a family, and then they bring family members around, and you're like, whoa, these could be the out-there cousins or the out or like the brother-in-law that nobody really wants to talk about. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. like, so it could get there. And so when, when I first met you guys, I think it was, like I, I introduced myself to you guys, and then when we went inside, we were all eating inside because it was like a little chilly out. It was like strangely windy and breezy out there. Right. Um, and they had to have all that like, they had like tables set up yeah they had tables set up outside but it was like everybody was trying to chill outside and enjoy it but like everybody was a little too cold (laughs) to like enjoy it so you guys were one of the people that were in there before me i was like oh these guys know what they're doing (laughs) (laughs) they're already way ahead of me in terms of the like domestic like strategy of how to navigate a birthday party and so i went in there and talked to i forgot what me and robert talked about i think we did end up talking about like games I think we were. Ta- I was talking about how I wanted to eventually get into Destiny. Okay. Um, and when I met, when you came into the conversation, I was like, "These are really down. Or like, yo, these are, these are fun people. Like, these are people that I could just chill with and talk with. And like, I think there's people that there's ways at a party. If I'm not comfortable, I'm just trying to like survive a party. Yeah. If, I, if I'm not enjoying yeah. it, you know. Um, and at kids' parties. Um, or parties where there's kids at i'm not always enjoying it yeah, because yeah, yeah. i feel like kids will come up and just like punch you in the butt when you're not expecting it and i'm not used to that yet we don't have kids so it's not like i'm used to somebody punching me in the butt while i'm talking about like you know politics or something like that look i have kids and i don't like it now you know so but it's a part of who yeah i get it's it it's a part yeah. of life it's a yeah. part of life you know what i'm saying and like kids parties or ki- parties with kids in it like it's kind of a drag for me too like i'm not trying i'm you know right um i feel like i have to patrol my kids to be like Mm. don't bother them too much like you know or come and sit with me whatever um and it's not like i don't know how to navigate that yet as a mom i'm just trying to do what i think is right and i don't want people to like be like oh man their kids are gonna be there like i don't want that to be the factor of like people not coming over yeah um which it could definitely be that factor like yeah if you I got know still well angel right yeah. i know i felt like that about other people like oh man they're kids right. <laughs> <laughs> hi yeah 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 i sound like a terrible parent but um, no that's real as heck and i don't mean to say it with all kids because i i want to get to that place where like i've seen parents function and like oh they'll just like pick up their kid like freddie is a pretty good example of that because freddie would just like pick up you know benji or annabelle mid-conversation still like and like almost body slam one of them and they'll be like ha all i needed was the body slam and then they'll run away and like my because i'm like that i'm very much like a let me get into this conversation i'm afraid that when my kid comes up i'm gonna be like relax you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know how i'm gonna be. i don't know who i'm gonna be at that point but yeah we'll figure it out hopefully that instinct that everybody talks about kicks right in um but so yeah no i'm not good at it i'm like give me a second Please walk away. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, I do not, I'm not good at it. I'm not going to pretend that I am. Thank you for sharing it. You so, know what I'm saying? Like, that's, 
that's real. That, yeah. See, that's why I love you guys. Because that, <laughs> that's the kind of conversations that we were having, right? And then, like, so fast forward from that. And when, so I feel like, I don't know in the timeline, whether this is before or after, because I'm very bad at timelines. Like, I've literally had to map out an organized timeline of my own memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but when your father passed away and I was invited to the wake, I was like, man, these people barely know me. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they, they would invite me to this. You know what I mean? So I remember being there and like, it's not like any conversation there is a good conversation. But I remember being there and being like, like the way that you guys carried yourself with dignity and with poise and the uh, the sheer amount of people that were coming there like to love on you guys and that I was included in that somehow I already felt like invested in you guys mm. does that make sense like somehow I already felt like just connected just look connected. at my dad bringing people together you know what I'm saying <laughs> like that's love and yeah. when you're talking about like, R.I.P. <laughs> yeah and your dad giving you film in the way that he gave you film and brought yeah. you to that like there's something sacred about that there's something divine about that that I couldn't really deny um and then yeah you guys coming into our life at just like exactly the right moment and being like yeah let's go hang out with them and again it's another one of those moments where it's like okay we could hang out with these friends and it could be a disaster and we just have to smile for two hours and then get out of there as soon as we possibly can and put on you know the quickest pair of shoes that we can take on and off (laughs) and like strategize you know our exit plan but like we we hung out until we couldn't hang out any longer and i feel like every time we hang out it's always a like dang we gotta go like why do we you know what i mean like (laughs) i guess i gotta work or whatever um life right exactly the worst uh we watch game of thrones together yeah like and we're gonna watch Game of Thrones together forever. <laughs> all the seasons, all the spinoffs. No, I don't. I'm not sure about the spinoffs. Um, did you hear about that? There no might be like weird spinoffs. I don't know what it's gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be prequels. Oh I yes, know. I heard about that. There might be the yeah. prequel. Yeah, I guess I got to do it right. Yeah, and I just don't know if any prequel for me because I'm big on punchlines. As much as I don't want to admit, like I like punchlines. I like a good surprise. I like a good like twist ending. Yeah. Um. And if I already know the ending of how this happens, I don't always need to know all of this. And I've already journeyed with you in Game of Thrones. Like, I already saw Arya grow up. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And become, like, a trained assassin. And and that's hard. I mean, I'm going to give it a try for sure. Um, because I don't think that Game of Thrones has ever, or, or like, a show has ever um, gave me the feeling, the feelings that Game of Thrones has the given feelings. me. Like, yeah. Um. I'm watching it for the third time, and it's like Dang, for the third time, third time, Ooh, and till this day, I mean, till this like moment, it still gets me. Like I just saw Theon um, kill Roderick, and mm. it was like hard mm. um, because of Bran. Bran was like crying his eyes out, like oh shoot, yeah, when Theon took over Winterfell, yeah. Um, Spoiler alert! If you guys haven't, <laughs> uh, for those five people that yeah, haven't yeah, seen yeah. Game of Thrones, no, and yeah. each time, I mean, the second time I watched it, I was like, "Oh man, everything makes sense because you know, up to that point, like what's going on." Yeah. Where like the first time watching it, you're like, "You don't know who's who, like what, uh, who's sleeping with what, like <laughs> it's just kind of crazy." And you're in right. it, you're in it for the ride because of the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoever I recommend Game of Thrones to, I'm like, just get through all the porn <laughs> uh, because it's hard and to then, watch. It's like, right. again, can I stop looking at boobs for a second? Like, 
and I get what you're saying. It's I get it. I'm not. That's a draw for a lot of I people. I mean, right. And I when we first started watching that show, I was yeah. like, "Sex sells." Like, I get it. I get why right. there was so much of it, and it could be that there's so much of it now, and we're just kind of like desensitized to it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think so because this is my third time watching it, and okay. I still was disgusted by the first season. Like, gotcha. Okay. I don't like porn. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> not a big. Some thing. people do, whatever. Right. But like, That's I'm not gonna sit here and watch. I like wanted to fast forward through that stuff because gotcha. just give me the story. Like, give me this raw. Yeah. I think there's something about it that like, whether like. And I guess some people, like some people are, are taken by the violence and they're like, wow, it's too violent. Some people are like, it's too sexual. You know, like I think there's something about Game of Thrones that it's sincerity. It calls for sometimes giving you all of that. Yeah. Because it'll murder somebody right in front of you. Yeah. Or, you'll or murder s- babies. Like yeah, those dude. scenes were hard. Dude. Yeah. yeah. And, but you got to think of like. Like war, like that's war back yeah, in the day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? War with blunt edges, like life with blunt edges, right. right? Where it's like, now we're like, we're sending drones out to do the dirty work, yeah. you know, instead of it being like a person to person and going at it, you right. know? Um, was it the, man, I forgot dude's name. Dude who fought the mountain, the serpent, what would they call him? The viper, right? The viper. The viper, yeah. That was insane. Oh my god! Yo, when he crushes insane. his head, dude, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, insane. insane. Yeah. I mean, Game of Thrones. I mean, it's an HBO show. They're yeah, gonna, they're gonna do whatever they want. It's and ruthless. Yeah. yeah, and like, yeah. But I love that it has unapologetically that. like, yeah. this is <laughs> this is in your face, <laughs> like. And I like that as a creator, like, because you kind of don't want to have a ceiling. You yeah, know what I mean, like, if you know the ceiling, then it's harder to play with you know yeah and they have they have some ceilings like they still have they still are trying to give you a story that's co- cohesive um but yeah, yeah definitely by this by this season it's not about um what boundaries they're pushing it's more about you're hooked like i want the story yeah. i want to know who ends up on that throne Absolutely. and like apparently according to macy williams uh who plays aria yeah nobody's gonna be happy with who ends up on the throne Wow. Which, like, I knew because of the Red Wedding. I can never take that back. Yeah. Like, that was, I mean, I've, it was hard. It was hard to watch. It was very hard to watch, man. Yeah. I think it changed, It like, it's, that, that will live on in the memory of people. That'll yeah. be like, when somebody tells me about Dallas, when, who gets shot at the end of Dallas? Have you ever heard, has anybody ever told you this? No. So somebody like gets Dallas? killed at the end of the show Dallas. Yeah, it was okay. like an like an eighties show. Okay. Um, somebody gets murdered at the end of Dallas. Like that's literally all I know about Dallas, right? Oh. Like what what survives <clears throat> Game of Thrones? I think one of the things that survives Game of Thrones is gonna be the Red Wedding. Yeah. I think that's like a cultural like yo, it's like the Red Wedding, bro. You yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. Absolute devastation when you expected nothing like yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, basically at your inauguration. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, just yeah. Let's save all this for the Game yeah, of Thrones yeah, maybe episode we, <laughs> when we break it down yeah. and when the season starts because it's coming right up. Yeah, um, we got into that because you said we watch Game of Thrones together. Right, right. So Game of Thrones sedimented <clears throat> our love, and like that's funny because that that that's like a pre. It's like a precursor. Like that's like a foreshadowing of what was to come of this because I love people when I can experience media with them. 
that's a means of connection for me. Mm-hmm. People that I go to watch movies with, I don't go just watch movies with anybody. Like I can probably eat a meal alongside damn near anyone, but I can't watch a movie with everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that. Like I'm not gonna sit. I'm not gonna sit through somebody talking in my ear the whole time. I'm actually not gonna convince somebody to go watch a movie with me, unless I really like you and we've watched movies already. And I'm like, just get out. Like just watch this movie. Like take yeah, one yeah, for yeah. me, and then I'll watch whatever. A walk yeah. to remember part three or whatever. <laughs> um, Damn, I want to remember. That's cold. I shouldn't even mess with that movie. Um, I'm sorry, Mandy Moore. I didn't mean it like that. Um, wow, that was. I have a lot to say about Mandy Moore. (laughs) Oh, for real? Yeah, but because of this is us. uh, Because because of actually, actually, because of both a walk to remember and this is us. And this is us, which is crazy. I'm gonna need your Mandy Moore takes, but yeah, I'm gonna need a Mandy Moore take. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, I think I think in the end, w- what I want to say is just that. I guess there are a few people. There are only a handful of people in my life because of where I come from, uh, and and sort of the the experiences that me and my wife have had. That I can feel like these are people that relate to me, um, and people that have differences, uh, enough differences, uh, with me, um that somehow we can still synthesize somehow we can still like enjoy ourselves and enjoy one another's company um and we've you know we've talked about like views that we have that are different and like that hasn't separated us that hasn't broken us right you know like and because there's guys, definitely a respect yeah like i definitely respect you guys and if there, i don't yeah. think there's ever like i don't think there's ever been something that i'm like oh my god i can't believe they believe in that like no, right. um, it's always been the cannibalism thing. You just looked right over. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so. I mean, if you want to talk about it, <laughs> I just. I'm glad you understood. You know what I mean? Like, look, at, it's so high in nutrients. It's so we're, uh-huh. people are so rich uh-huh. in nutrients. Like it's it's the um, smartest course of action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I can't even cook. I couldn't no. be a cannibal, man. <laughs> that um, shit would not go well. Uh, yeah no there's like a level of respect for you guys um and so i don't think if the if we ever did get to a point where like we didn't see eye to eye about something i don't think that we could ever i mean knock on wood i'm not trying to jinx our friendship but like (laughs) i don't think (laughs) i I don't think that we could ever like not look past it um yeah i think there's friendships that i've had that were built on certain things that i didn't realize that were built on ground that was less sure like, it, like when there's friendships built on, like if it was merely built on us watching Game of Thrones together, our friendship would have ended when Game of Thrones ended. We yeah. would talk to each other until what April? Um, April fourteenth. April fourteenth, exactly. <laughs> Make sure your subscription is live. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you use a different email and get those <laughs> two free episodes. HBO only gives you fourteen days of free free watching. That's bogus. So, <laughs> Give me a month of watching, dog. Like everybody yeah. else, <laughs> they know I, what's up. They they know exactly what's up. I'm going to put myself out there and say that I actually asked for the day off. Like, you can't <sighs> bug me. You're a genius, And it's funny dude. because one of my coworkers was like, are you going to, um, like, we call it PR, yeah. like a personal day or whatever. Yeah. Um, She's like, are you going to PR the season premiere? And I was like, oh, my God, you're a genius. Man, Please bro. don't spread this around. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. Because we can't be the, like, 
somebody has to work. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. These babies Between. need to be watched. Between um, you and I. It's on a Sunday, though, right? It is on a Sunday. Okay. I was writing it down like, mm, let me request it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday. Um. So I like did not tell anybody else. I was like, eh. <laughs> Good call. Mom's the word. Yeah. Mom's the word. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my portion of This Is Us, is that I have met people that I love. <clears throat> And I love you guys, man. I think your kids are awesome. I think every member of your family, I'm I feel connected to. Like Gabriel, that knucklehead. No, no, <laughs> Gabriel, I love. You know what I'm saying? Like Cesar, I love. Becca, I love. Pa- Grandpa Golf, I love. Grandpa like, Golf. <laughs> Mama Sue, like I don't know. I just you know, and and I was really and I I met you know Caesar and Becca before I really connected with Robert. Um. And and yeah, I'm just kind of grateful it all ended up ended up this way. And I think the love of it, when you have when you have a shared love of something like C.S. Lewis talks about C.S. Lewis talks about like how friends friends are one of the easiest um, easiest bonds to maintain over time um, because they don't involve the same kinds of like trappings and commitments that like relation like that a like you know a marriage involves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there also can be some of the things that can be easiest to lose because if you were to lose certain connections that are sacred to you, what do you have to talk about? You know, right. what are you what are you in it? And like it just so happened that you guys like board games, like we like board games that you like like fun beer and game nights <laughs> and movies the same way we do. And like as w- Melissa has taught me how to like love being indoors because I was always the guy who wanted to be out when you know doing stuff. So. She's she taught me how to, how to forget the world and just no I'm definitely pretty good at being antisocial, um but she taught me how to be I think the right kind of antisocial yeah in in a weird way and leverage my desire to withdraw for something, um and even even be with people who can withdraw we we withdraw together <laughs> you know like, I don't know if that's possible in full but um yeah so that's all, that's what I have to say about our our this is us yeah our this is us and all this has been what three years yeah i think it's been a total of three years i'm bad at the timeline uh because we've Um, only lived in this house for about two two years we bought it in 2016 it's gonna be three years this year we met you guys before right before we bought the house right yeah yeah so crazy yeah that's insane man that's (laughs) insane (sighs) yo yeah how time flies (laughs) look at us look at us now but yeah uh should we jump into our movie let's do it let's do it do you want to do yours first do you want me to do mine first i can do mine first Ooh, okay it'll be quick no i think um so we had been talking about it for a while and it kept coming up and i was like how could i not uh just do remember the titans is it i knew it was gonna be um (laughs) yeah and i mean there's so much to talk about this movie. Watching it again, I think I've seen it maybe about six or seven times. Okay. Um, and every time there's just like this appreciation for this movie, um, for for what it is. First of all, it's directed by Jerry um, Bruckheimer. Bruckheimer. Okay. And he directed Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, right. Or Caribbean. Um, 
whatever you want to say. I say Caribbean too. Um, Caramel. And he's done, I mean, he's done a really good movies. Yeah. Um, so take, taking this movie on, um, watching some of the special um, features on the DVD. Yeah. Um, the guy who wrote it, which I can't remember his name right now. The guy who wrote the movie um, couldn't find anybody to actually make this movie. Whoa. Which was crazy. Dang. Yeah. I mean Was Denzel not on the on the list at that point? Or? Uh no, this is this is before casting. Oh, before gosh. it's just the the Just the script. Just the, the script. Floating that to different. Right. Okay. Okay. Um so he couldn't find anybody I I think he said like uh companies or you know, a couple of them like saw it twice. And mm. they were they were kinda like, dude, we already said no. <laughs> right. like you know a uh, football movie oh, right we've got a few of those he was yeah. like rudy my yeah, whole rudy. yeah <laughs> my whole family was praying like all this stuff like it's uh, crazy how hard he fought to get this movie uh, done and he knew he was saying that he knew that hollywood as a whole yeah. couldn't do more than one of these movies a year whoa yeah what kind of so, these movies is he talking like about a, right a base Based on true story, oh, like okay, okay. you know, um, I thought his movie were were bringing up racism because <coughs> that sounds an awful lot like America. No, I think it was more out of like it could have been maybe, but I was the way that he was explaining it was like one of those like um, dramatic to the heart, oh, like okay. yeah, you know, right movies that Hollywood just doesn't do a lot of in one year gotcha. or whatever. Um, bless you. Um, so finally, Jerry Bruckheimer um, read the script and took it on. Dang! Thank God for Jerry. My man Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he knew the writer knew that he wanted Denzel for this job. Dang. When he wrote it, he said he wrote it for him. Um, but Dang. Denzel, uh, just came <laughs> off of during doing hurricane oh yeah and he didn't want to do another like based on true life which is crazy to me because i feel like that's all he did (laughs) what do you mean like a lot of the movies that are prominent in his career are like he's doing a like based on true life story like an adaptation of something yeah i mean maybe i mean malcolm x hurricane and remember the yeah titans? he had done some serious like biopic work for sure. right yeah. so like i felt maybe he was like oh okay i'm taking too much of this or yeah. whatever but um he took it on and thank god he did coach boone dude <laughs> <laughs> nothing is the same um, without coach boone in that movie and he said that it was after he actually met the real coach boone oh, that he shoot. was like i'm gonna do this okay okay um so uh in the special features, like, I mean, he's older, obviously, the actual Coach Boone. Um, but you could just see, <laughs> you could just see, whenever I say this, you could just see it in their eyes. That, like, <laughs> they're kind, but firm. And, yeah. like, you could just tell by somebody's eyes how they are. I yeah. feel like it. there's no... um there's truth to the saying like the eyes are the windows to the soul like 
<clears throat> but um yeah so in the special features he just kind of shows that they show him talking to denzel they show mm-hmm. like how he um how he talked to the cast um and all that stuff mm-hmm. and before watching the special features and just watching the movie this time around i was like man it looks like it was really fun to be I'm in this set. movie oh my gosh yeah. like it just looks like i want to be there like i want to be a dude <laughs> in the locker room. in the locker room progressive come on it's 2019, 2019. <laughs> um but yeah like it just looked like the bond was there the chemistry was there yeah. um and all of like all of it just fell into place and it made you um believe in the movie believe in what the message was and believe believe what they were telling you in art form um so i love it i love every second of it you sing it too oh we are the titan (laughs) you ever just find yourself just (laughs) 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 and doing that slide that they have in the (laughs) funny thing i like was um humming the na 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 yeah um which can i say they use that song so perfectly and of course they did um every time they used it like so they sing it at the end when they're right. saying goodbye to um bertier bertier yeah you're talking, when yeah. he died yeah. Spoiler alert. Spo- <laughs> um, oh, we just rocked you. <laughs> if you haven't seen Remember the Titans. I mean, you you're with? under a rock. Yeah, you don't have cable. Don't I'm sure the, you have. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my. Yo. Rocks. For real, babe? <laughs> Holy uh, God, dude. Sorry. No, that's on me. That's not it. That's on. That's on me. Dude. I just I threw up a little in my mouth. I take ownership of this one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Cut I don't the hold that against for a minute. you. We got it. <laughs> um, I maybe just do. a little. <laughs> yeah, I gotta do a little bit. Like it's pretty important. Melissa don't like football though, and none of her siblings and family like football really well, at all either. But. Okay, so one thing about that, you okay. don't have to love football to watch this movie. Really? Uh, hold on. It, it is a football movie, but yes. it's not about the football. Right, football is a way to, just like men, football is a way to actually talk about feelings. Yeah, no, I get it. So. And things. Watching this time around, like, never did I know that um, Lasky was whatever position he was or Rev was whatever position. Until this day, I mean, I saw it just two days ago and I can't tell you what positions they were in. And for women that love football, like, yeah, you can get it. That's fine. Yeah. I didn't get into that aspect of the movie, sure. Right. But I think that the overall um overall love conquers racism. Right. Um and, you know, mm-hmm. team effort conquers racism. Mm-hmm. Like all that um or that racism can be conquered, right? It, right, like, right, right. So. Um overpowers the football aspect yeah what did you what did you like what'd you feel about it how did it make you feel yeah <laughs> i'm tingly inside <laughs> um it's a good movie yeah. it's a phenomenal movie um i will watch it again and again and again <clears throat> this movie mm-hmm. the fact that it's a true story yeah which like 
I don't know. I didn't remember for some reason. Like yeah. at the end, it was like, um, you know how based on true story, like at the end they'll show like, oh, so and so lives in. Now they're doing this and blah blah blah. Right. Lasky went to college and blah 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 and like all that stuff. And I was like, oh, this is a true story. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, uh, yeah, like I, that. yeah, like it, it's, it's crazy to think about. Yeah. It's crazy to think about that we're still kind of living in that day and age, and we're kind of, um, not kind of, we're like going backwards. Like mm. the fact that uh, a law just passed to like have transgender people um, banned from the military—that's yeah. ridiculous that we're doing that now. Yeah. Like ridiculous. It's not okay. Yeah. Um, but. As a people, as a human race, we need to come together and, you know. Yeah. Find a different way. Break down that wall. <laughs> Find a different way to look at each other. You yeah, know I mean? and, yeah. Uh, I wish it didn't have to take place in the context of us fighting wars to see how, you know, um, how foolish, un you know, unnecessary death is. <laughs> yeah. And to see our humanity because we're holding someone's in our hand. Right. Um. I think Remember Titans does a great job at showing, at digging a little deeper into that conversation of like, of what, what a human being is like inside, um, and of our, and of our needs and of, because of the way people get classified of how we grade up against each other and the reactions to one another and how life is different when your skin is different. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, if you're in the upper car and like, if you have the upper hand in that situation, you'd like to think it's not different. Right. You'd like to think it's all it like right. it's the same, it's level, um, but in the rem- in Remember the Titans, you get to see how the platforms are not level. They're not no. at it, and how they play out in a day to day in something like as American as football. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you get to the see one it there. Uh, the one scene where Julius goes to Bertier's house to meet his mom, and he's uh, walking across the street, and then the cop car pulls up on him. And you can just see the fear mm-hmm. in Julius's face, like, uh, what's he gonna say? Like, yeah. but to have the cop like roll down his window and just, you know, very reluctantly to say mm-hmm. that was a good game. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It it speaks volumes. Yeah. On both sides, because mm-hmm. not only did the cop have to like, you know roll down the window like it th- that's symbolic like yeah. he had to humble himself like mm. he's not this wall. like right take down his wall yeah. and be like i need you know you did a good job yeah like yeah absolutely and i'm not stopping you because you're black yeah. like you know what i mean i'm i'm stopping you because you're a good player and like mm. bringing bringing that town together yeah. the other powerful scene where they like go back to the restaurant that kicks them out Mm. like and having the people who are who are eating there like some of them get up and go like bye that was another yeah. that was another point of the movie where they sang um the goodbye song yeah like yeah. it was like perfect <laughs> yeah. you know like and that song they played in like different in different spectrums of like goodbye like right. see ya bye and then at the end it was like oh Farewell. Like, yeah, yeah. So, um, they did a great job. Yeah, I think did an amazing job. if you if you break it down even more, well, I mean, we can talk endlessly about how phenomenally they 
um, they delivered the message um, in every scene. Yeah. Like they did it from from the fact that Coach Boone had to take over um, the other coach's job. Like, yeah, yeah, that was hard. Where do I know that guy from? By the way, I don't know. I know him from another movie, and I can't remember what it is right now. Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. From many of them. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't remember. I know that I know him. Is he in Armageddon? Is he? I don't know. My dude might be in Armageddon. I'm dying to right now. Um. Yeah. No. That was that was another powerful thing to have the community back up a coach that has never been there before. Like mm-hmm. each time mm-hmm. he came back, people came out and like applauded Denzel and like, you know. Yeah. Every scene that showed that struggle was yeah. powerful right. in its own way. Um, and so that movie, I mean, I praise this to that movie. It's really good. Yeah, so, that movie's awesome. If you haven't seen it already, just turn on TNT <laughs> <laughs> at any any point in the day, really. And, and, yeah. and there's a good chance you catch it. No, it's Between a really good Matrix movie. One. When, uh, a nurse at my job um, was like, that's one of the best football movies ever it's up there man (laughs) it is way up there invincible for me i've never seen invincible which you gotta see like i know the basic plot of it so i felt like i didn't have to but like you recommend it for real as a mark Wahlberg film i like marky mark i like him to this day i like him looking dude he's got a strong chin he's hilarious (laughs) he can be serious and he can be hilarious say howdy mother for me Yeah, 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 yeah 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 i mean I think he's almost a better producer, like because his work on how to make it in America. Um, I'm watching Boardwalk Empire right now. Yeah, we'll move, we'll go on to my my um, yes. op-ed, which is about about Moonrise Kingdom, Wes Anderson film, 2012. Have you ever seen it? No. Oh my god, I am Moonrise going to Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. Okay. The story of Sam Shikusky. And Susie, I don't know what her last name is. And their love that blooms on the island of New Penzance. You might as well be speaking in tongues. I have no idea what you're talking about. Ooh, but listen, just listen. We'll get into it. That's a Christian joke. (laughs) Uh, So so it's the story of these young kids. Can't be, you know, 12, 13 years old. You know what I mean? Like, it's the story of their love blooming on this island. And let me tell you, Wes Anderson films are known for being... Uh, like having a permanent Instagram filter on them, right? And for what else has he done? He's done Life Aquatic. He's done uh, Rushmore. He did uh, Bottle Rocket. He did any of this ringing a bell? No. Um, okay. La- last one. He did Isle of the Dogs. Did you did you see preview? Oh yeah. Did you see Isle of the Dogs? No, but it's on HBO. You gotta and watch it. I really want to see it. It's is it a kids movie? <sighs> No, th- I not don't think necessarily. so. Melissa's shaking her See, head. See, that's the thing. Is I he, trust her. He, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's. I watched a lot of movies when I was a kid that I probably shouldn't have watched, so I don't know what a kid movie is anymore. Okay. Like, to be very honest. Like, my dad, for better or for worse, he showed me whatever he wanted to show me. Like, okay. I was watching, like, Freddy and Jason, you know, probably at, like, six, seven years old. So, okay. like, my imagination is in a different place than some of the other people's. Yeah. Um, but... But so Wes Anderson has a way of of taking these elements that are innocent. He has a way of blending innocence and adulthood um to to for it to become 
for there really not to be a boundary with that. That people seem frail but wise. Even the kids, even Sam and Susie, their dialogue together. Me and Melissa were just talking about how you could take their dialogue and give that to big name build actors. You can give that dialogue to Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams, you know what I'm saying, in the notebook too. And like that that dialogue would still hold up, but because it's being said in this movie, it's being said by by kids. There's something about it that's so unbelievably sincere, right? The movie the movie is shot beautifully. This island of New Penzance, which is like a fictional island off the coast of New England, um, that's about to get battered with this huge storm. Um, these kids, uh, kind of outsider kids, right? Um, Sam Chikusky is an orphan who uh, is staying with this family for a while. He becomes a um, an Eagle Scout, and Eagle Scout. I feel like I'm messing this up. He becomes a scout, a boy scout of some sort um, at Camp Ivanhoe, which is run by Edward Norton, of all people. Um, and I like Edward Bra- Norton. Oh, I love Edward Norton. I like 25th Hour, um, Birdman. What's that? Fight Club, exactly. Um, I what, what I mean to say is that these kids and their... Their wonderful acting, their completely sincere delivery of a stage that they might actually sort of still be in in their physical lives um, is brought to life around a supporting cast that in any other movie, if it's done wrong, if it's written incorrectly, the supporting cast would overwhelm these kids. But these kids balance so well with a supporting cast like Bruce Willis, Francis McDormand, mm. Bill Murray, um, Freaking Tilda Swinton is in it as social services. The the movie is incredibly gorgeous. Some of the lines are just so powerful and so hilarious that that I keep going back to this movie because, well, for two reasons. One of the reasons is purely nostalgic, right? Me and Melissa, uh, when I met her in New York, one of the things we did was go to watch a movie together. And the first movie that we saw together was moonrise kingdom Hmm. yeah and not that i planned all that right like not that i knew that it would be a good movie or like some wes anderson movies are not the first movie that you watch together (laughs) but this movie was that movie and so there is a there is something that grips me i know just on a human i'm a sucker for it level um but in other in other ways the movie itself the movie itself to me is like watching it's like watching a beautiful technicolor dream where the characters in the dream are happy they're being employed for the dream mm-hmm. there's a way in which he writes like no other director i think in america and he gets shit he wrote it. it yeah he wrote he wrote wrote and directed okay. um the film um he does that with a lot of his films um but he has such a clear vision for his films like what a wes anderson film is kind of like it's a category unto its unto itself um and that's because he has a way of he has a way of blending these characters and making such like wry humor mm-hmm. arise out of such awkward and mundane situations. Mm-hmm. Um, these kids are running away. So Sam Chikusky and Susie make a deal that they're both going to run away and find a new place on the island to mint their love. So Sam leaves Camp Ivanhoe. Susie leaves their home. Uh, which Bruce Willis and Frances McDormand are um, are her parents, and so the whole the whole this small island where you feel like you could know everybody on this island, you automatically feel drawn into this sort of small town feel. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. the whole island goes searching after them, right? Um, Sam Shikusky, uh, they make a joke about him being the least liked um, uh, Eagle Scout by a, by a significant margin. And so all the other Eagle Scouts go to like run after him and to find him and some of them hate him and boys are just jerks sometimes. They're like, yeah, let's let's go beat him up. Like, are you going to bring a weapon? One of the kids says, are you going to bring a weapon? <laughs> like the the amount of hilarity and because life is absurd um truth that he's able to conjure out of it yeah tilda swinton man she ooh, she kills it i didn't know that was her name oh for real i didn't know who that was yo she's like she's like a living angel she's incredible dude even in constantine she was amazing um i mean uh she's memorable to me from um the wardrobe Snowpiercer. chronicles Chron- yeah she was the ice, ice queen. queen white white yeah i wanted to call mm-hmm. her white queen um her poise is scary she is 100 percent committed to everything she yeah, does yeah and she's, she's serious yeah she's amazing in this movie she's <clears throat> like you know she plays that rye sort of authoritarian figure as well um sam shikusky runs away from camp ivanhoe and so he be- and his family that was um that took him in says we don't want him anymore so effectively he's he's left out there on his own and the beautiful story that transpires between sam and Susie, and this tale of innocent love i i don't think there's somebody who could watch this movie and and not be gripped by it um especially anyone who's had their heart ripped open a little bit at a young age especially anybody who knows what it is to feel a little bit abandoned right um Sam walks up to uh, Susie, who's in the who's in the background and off stage um, in a in a play at their local church, and he's at he walks into the dressing room right, and these there's four girls who are there in their bird costumes or they they all play different birds, sparrows, swallows, and he goes he's like oh what kind of birds are you guys? And one girl's like I'm a swallow, you know, like like talks innocently, and he's like no, what kind of bird are you? And points at her. Um, that moment for me, it just felt like that kid was embodying, I don't know, Cary Grant or something. Mm -hmm. It was, it was said so smooth and you understood that what he was doing was recognizing another spirit like his. No, what kind of bird are you? Right. Um, some of the lines are so smooth in it too. Like one of the kids ends up. ends up shooting an arrow at a dog and she's like was he was he a good dog and he goes who's to say but he didn't deserve to die (laughs) this young kid is like wise beyond his years and because trauma has informed him right there's this point where she's like i want to be like you like um you know she wants this story that he went through when he's an orphan he doesn't he doesn't have parents and he just tells her i love you but you have no idea what you're talking about how grown are these little kids, right? But but that's what we say about kids too. Every you know when we see a kid say something and they're like, "Oh my god, they're so they're wise beyond their years. They're so grown." And it's like, why do we think just because people are small that they don't have such a large emotional capacity? That's not true. Yeah. Like uh, almost every child I've ever, every kid I've ever encountered, they're complex. They're sorting out the things that are inside themselves. They're they're working yeah. things out. Like, you know this better than I. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Carrie Washington. Um, said that it's not it's not what 
the emphasis on parenting is not what we're teaching our children, but what we're learning from them. Dang. Okay. Um, in so many words, but yeah. like powerful stuff because, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, to experience, um, for example, when we were teaching Sam, uh, my seven-year-old, about uh, Martin Luther King, yeah. um, and she said, "Well, how did he die?" And we were like, "A man shot him." Yeah. And she was like, "They, sh- he got shot like a flu shot," and you're just like, "Wow, whoa!" Like to not, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's hard to explain, but the innocence and like it's something that we learn from, yeah. Because you don't see that, you don't see that now, unless right. unless you're seeing it through the eyes of a child, mm. like. To have that innocence again, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, but to like try to um, mold that mind and not not tear it down. Yeah. Um, because of whatever you've been through, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I could have easily. Or, I mean, somebody could have easily been like, "Oh, that's so stupid." Yeah. And no, like, no, it's not like a flu shot. Yeah. Let me tell you what it's about. It's you know much, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah um so yeah i mean children see the world in a different light absolutely and and it's it's a beautiful light like but i also think we don't okay so one of the things i'm gonna i'm gonna read into this a little bit with wes like that's i feel like one of the things that he's telling us is that tenderness that tenderness that we feel emanating off of the love that Susie and sam have for one another we don't lose that tenderness we just decide what we have, how we will adjust to that tenderness. And each of us have it, I think, in varying degrees. Um, but if we want to talk about like love being the answer and love being the universal thing and love being a universal substance, that means that there's a commonality inside of us, right? Mm-hmm. There are a little bit of threads of similar, uh, you know, elements in us right that's when like people are like oh we're not that we're not that different from monkeys we're not that different from stars it's like well we only have a certain set of elements right so it's like we can look similar to a lot of things that are here in this reality but i think one of the things that he's saying in the film because he juxtaposes the love of Susie and sam trying to figure out how to be together when they're 12 13 years old running away together mm-hmm. right with um the love between bill murray and francis mcdormand that's like a, a marriage on the rocks you know, they don't really see it eye to eye anymore. Um, you can tell even through their very small elements of dialogue that there's some sort of boundary, there's some sort of wall between them that they can't really overcome so much. They're both lawyers, so they're very pragmatic people. So when their daughter runs away, they're like, well, logically, why would you run away? Right. Um, but they also have books about her lying around about how to deal with problematic children. And it's like, if how how is she to feel if she's she's supposed to feel like just another court case where they have to examine her and yeah. decide the right course of action to, you know, um, uh, rehab, rehabilitate her. You know what I mean? Like no human wants to feel that way. Um, so I think that's one of the powers in Wes Anderson films is that you see how you see how crazy and absurd certain things can be. And even in Isle of the Dogs, like there's a way in which you see, man, you see the power and the human. And the humanity and like the dignity of these these dogs talking back and forth to each other. And they can deal with issues um, that we're afraid to deal with. Not that we don't deal with. And although I think kids do see the world 
you know, in a different light, obviously, like there's things they don't know. I think that that special place inside of them, I'm not sure we ever lose that. When people say we lose our innocence, like I think things happen to our innocence, right? Mm -hmm. Like our innocence can get punctured. Um, Our innocence can get um, halved, right? Our innocence can get um, covered up you know, or, or smothered halfway so that we don't lose the rest of it, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in Murai's kingdom, there, <laughs> there's a portion of their love where they, they're running away and Sam Shikusky, because he's a very talented um, Eagle Scout, he actually goes and sets a course out across the island um, to a, a certain inlet, right? And they they get to make a space of their own they get to essentially rename this in this inlet and sediment it with their love right and like isn't that what we want to do isn't that what we do when we buy homes isn't that saying like this is our home we're putting our last name on this home right Mm -hmm. um and they they have that instinct to do that at like 12 13 years old as kids you know Yeah, yeah yeah um so there's something about that blooming innocence um, that's just gorgeous. And it's set alongside a storm, an oncoming storm. Um, that's going to be that there's this powerful narrator that talks about it being one of the biggest storms that the island will ever see. So there's this impending doom that's mm-hmm. that's on the way that informs all of what's sort of going on. <clears throat> they literally are fighting a storm at one point. Um, they're enduring a storm together. They're They're trying to make a way for their love to last past that storm past that summer and it may not last past that summer right um the 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 Susie's mother and father's marriage may not last past that summer um but what they have there is so real and so powerful that like that's damn near impossible to to deny like it's very very good um Grand Budapest Hotel is another um Wes Anderson film that I think is one of these grand and beautiful stories um but I would venture to say Moonrise Kingdom is my favorite uh, and maybe his best. Ooh, mm. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I think it's his best because I think it puts it puts Bill Murray not directly dead center, um, which he's pretty primary in a lot of his movies. Jason Schwartzman shows up too, who's like, you know, in most of his films as well. Um, but these kids steal the show. They steal my heart. They're amazing. And I'm a sucker for love stories, right? Um, yeah, so I highly, highly recommend it. I think it's amazing. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never heard of it. Yo, you gotta see it. <laughs> it will, yeah, they'll change you a little bit. Nice. Change, if you like love stories. Do you like love stories? Yeah, I feel like I've been bringing a lot of, like, not love stories. <laughs> <laughs> not um, so lovable. Yeah. No, I just, uh, no, I do love love stories. I think the- Not everybody does. I mean, not everybody does. Yeah. You know, and just because your woman don't mean you have to. Right. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. think I'm big on like romance movies R- or. No. 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 Um, okay. okay. I think I'm more about. If I could say, I think I'm more about action movies. <laughs> about that action, boss? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. I see you. Um, they're fun for me. Okay. Sure. I'd rather. They're kind of um, thoughtless. Like you just watch, you just watch it to watch. Case in point, uh, Transformers. You don't have to think about it. 
Right. You don't have to think about a hidden message or whatever. It's just like flout out in front of you. Right. And so like. Bad guys, bad machines. We built yeah. machines. What can um, beat the machines? Better machines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get it. Okay. I mean, they're fun. I like the yeah. explosions. I like the whatever. Um, shooting scenes, whatever. I just don't okay. like westerns. Are westerns considered action movies? I don't like the only western. I think West- maybe that you can call it. I mean, it is a western. Is um the one with Denzel in it and uh, Chris Pratt. Seven, something seven. The Magnificent Seven. That's Magnificent a remake. Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Love that movie. Okay. It's really good. Um. I like westerns a lot. Do you? Yeah, I can't. The bad and the ugly. I like them a whole lot. That's. <laughs> Sorry, that's one of the reasons I can't watch Westworld. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah, I can't stand the Western part of it. I get it. I'm okay. just like, meh. Not a big fan of the mythology of the cowboy? Nope. Okay. okay. No. Nope. Okay, that's all right. That's the all only right. cowboy in my heart is uh, Woody. Is Woody? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good choice. That's a pretty good choice. And if you could call Bradley Cooper a cowboy in A Star Is Born, I mean, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I haven't even seen it. I'm not gonna call him. What? Cowboy. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it for sure. Yeah, but Bradley Cooper is not a cowboy. In that movie, he's I'm gonna like, watch it. I hear Sam Har- Sam Harris, not Sam Harris, Sam Harrison. Is that his name? Uh, yeah, Sam we're, Harris is the we're, we're, podcast we're. guy, right? Uh, so, yeah, Sam yeah. Harris is like the yeah the. He's like atheist, isn't he? Yeah, he's a well-respected atheist. But he, the, also the actor, Sam Harris, is it is in Westworld. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was also in Parks and Rec. Whoa, are we talking about the same dude now? The guy from A Star is Born? The old man with uh, the really deep voice? Would, would. He was oh, in Parks and Rec? Yeah, he was what? Rob Swanson's like counterpart in that town oh, you, the hippie yeah mm-hmm. dude yeah <laughs> yeah you're right i was like you're totally right <laughs> yeah you're totally right okay when i heard his voice oh my god he's an amazing voice yeah amazing voice he's incredible he's yeah he can cast in yeah his voice yeah. alone he could have been a voice actor yeah 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 amazing um okay well we have we have very different tastes in yeah um, we do in some movies i like that i like that which could bring us to our next segment Straight to library. Straight to library. Oh, or do you want to do deleted scenes? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Um, I didn't have one for straight to library this week. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you? I do. I have one for straight to library, and I have one for deleted scenes. Okay. Okay. You can do your straight, straight to library. Straight to library. Okay. Straight to library. I'm gonna hit you with this deep cut. Okay. It's called Surf Ninjas. Everyone. <laughs> Melissa's shaking her head at me. Look, 1993 was a great year for film. I think it was during the Clinton administration. Things were going well. Um, And even the pizza guy from Teenage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 could make a film and be the star of it. Okay, Ernie Reyes. Do you remember Secret Mm. of the Ooze? Nope. No? Razor Tonka? No. Straight to library. Okay, okay. That was important for me. (laughs) That's not even straight to library. I mean... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 was very, was foundational. Uh-huh. Uh, Super Shredder? No? No. Wow, dude. Oh, my God. Okay. So, either way, Surf Ninjas is the story of two young boys, Johnny and Adam, who um, 
who get approached by a mysterious warrior and told that they are the heirs of the Patusan dynasty, um, which is a like small, small country, um, which seems somewhere in like Thailand or something. I don't want to like be that. disrespectful, but like you already lost me. <laughs> <laughs> but look, please tell me about it because barely, I'm not gonna watch it's it. It's <laughs> barely about the plot because Leslie Nielsen out of nowhere is in this thing. Rob Schneider is in it pre Adam Sandler, um, dark cabal where he just becomes this like ornament of things. Pre, you can do it. Like where he's actually a funny, funny actor. Um, he's in it. Kelly who? Kelly who is in it? Um, who? <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, who was sorry. in like the Scorpion King? I'm I sorry, not sorry. Sorry. <laughs> this is why it's called Straight to Library. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called Straight to Library because it means you something to me. Yes. It means something to me. And I'm telling you. So I mean, what- Surf Ninjas. You spoke to Mike Garza. In Yo, a way, like, in a deep way. It didn't speak to anybody else. Because Johnny's younger brother. Please let us know if Adam, you saw this. <laughs> Johnny's younger brother, Adam, is kind of a seer, right? So he sees what's going on through his Sega game gear. Come on, man. This movie was made for me, right? Although I was living in the Midwest, it's set, in, it's set on the West Coast, right? So it's set in California. Maybe you would appreciate it a little bit more because of that, right? Um, so these kids are approached I by- I love this, everything that comes from California. You know, it sounded like Especially surf ninjas. It sounded like <laughs> Um, Dang, I forgot this guy's name. He's got a funky name. Either way, um, it's not- Man, I can't remember his name. Um, either way, uh, Johnny's, Johnny's dad, his dad in real life, um, plays the warrior who comes to go go scoop him up and tell him about like this kingdom that's in peril and Leslie Nielsen as Colonel Chi is coming to destroy their village and only they have the power to rescue them. I'm when I'm telling you it and Tone Loke is also in it. Funky Cool Medina, Tone Loke. Oh my God, no Tone Loke, for real? I'm shaking my head. No. Dang, dude. Melissa's right here with me. I mean, let me do the wild thing. Let me do the wild. No. <laughs> I can't believe I'm riding solo in this room right now. Where's Roberto? Super solo. (sighs) Okay, man. Either way, I don't even care. Look, Surf Ninjas is the kind of movie that you got to watch once. Look, if you can watch all of the Transformers, you owe it to yourself to watch Surf Ninjas. If you can watch the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle films, you can watch Surf Ninjas. And you will like it a thousand times more. There's a fantastic joke scene uh, while they're running through the jungle. Um between uh rob schneider and tone loke you'll never get that again in the history of film okay um yeah it's just fantastic so i'm gonna give you that that's my straight to library movie surf ninjas um i still want one of the headbands babe just letting you know ideas for christmas okay um that's my straight to library that's what i got for you um do you have deleted scenes so deleted scenes is something that like uh like somebody should have taken this role instead of the person that did I would I would say yeah, deleted scenes is like should have or could have, right? Okay. So this person could have did this and knocked it out, or rumor was that this person was supposed to be in this, and what would that have done? So that kind of thing, right? Gotcha. So yeah, hit me with you. So Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh, this um, is present day. We're I know, right now. Oscar nominee. Uh, the guy who did Borat. What's his name? Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes, he was up for it. What do you mean he was up for it? So he, he was. He was supposed to be Freddie Mercury. What? I know, right? I like your eyes. 
<laughs> Your eyes are like wide open right now. Dude, he should have because it makes, I mean. He would have okay. killed it. He would have annihilated not, it if he would have took it seriously. Yeah. Not that this guy didn't. I don't know his name. Rami Malik. Yeah, yeah. Um, not that he didn't. He killed it too. But could you imagine Sasha as Freddie Mercury? <sighs> wow. Um, and absolutely. I'm feeling like we gotta have a remake of it already. Flooring. Like, I mean, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody was amazing. It was really good. They did a really good job. He did a really good job. Not to yeah. take it away from him. But the fact that Sasha was up for it yeah. um, blew my mind when I found out. Because I was like, oh my God. He has that like spunk. Yeah. He has everything to make yeah. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Um, Again, not to take away from this guy. But like, I just, in my heart of hearts, I would have loved to see that. He got... You're messing with me right now, cause now I'm like, now I feel like we we gotta have a remake. We gotta have a 2020 remake. Just Bohemian a scene, yeah. or just like give me a scene with Sasha in it, like as Freddie Mercury. I just wonder if Sasha can ever play a role where that's not purely ironic. You know what mm. I'm saying? I feel like he's so he's so good at one angle of. And this this could have like been his thing. Yeah, if he wanted to, he's gonna do it on the the Freddie Mercury biopic. Like that's the way to do it for sure. Um, dang, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yep. <sighs> that one kind of hurts a little. Bit, <laughs> I mean, the movie's amazing though. It is really good. We still got to see it. We've only seen. Okay. We're watching all the Oscar Best Picture nominees, and we still got to see Bohemian. We got to see A Star Is Born. And we got to see The Favorite. Um, gotcha. So. Yeah, that's on the list. That's definitely, you know, that they're not playing. Uh, now I kind of wish I didn't tell you that because. No, I mean, I'm still watching you, it. No, I know I was, you're going to still watch it, but you're yeah. going to have it like in the back of your mind. Like, oh, what what would have Sasha <laughs> What could have been? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah. You remind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it could have been. Damn, that's going to be salty. Okay. Okay. What's your deleted so, scene? So my deleted scene is from a movie that not a lot of people watch for some reason, okay? Let me give you a little bit of context to this. 2015. Do you know what kind of movies came out in 2015? I compiled the list, okay? Let me hit you with just a few of them. The Martian. You familiar? Yes. The Revenant. Yes. Familiar. Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. Okay. Inside Out. Mm. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Pulling at the heartstrings. Um, through the mind strings. Uh, Spotlight. And the big short. All of these movies came out in 2015. So 2015, and I'm not. That's probably like a fourth of the yeah. good, good films that came out in 2015. But alongside that, a little movie called Tomorrowland with George Clooney and uh, Doctor House came out. Disney, right? mm-hmm. Disney, killing it um, steadily. This movie is so undersold, and I do. I have no idea why. I, I don't really understand it, but it came out. I don't out, think it was in theaters that long. It might not have been no. because the other movies that were out clearly were like in such high demand yeah. in theaters that I wonder if it just got swamped by it. And they probably put more emphasis on Inside Out as Disney. That like Disney, sense. I feel like Disney puts out so many movies and then they emphasize one. And like uh, when Frozen came out, I didn't even rem- I don't remember it like even in theaters. I don't remember it mm-hmm. like even seeing like oh, 
frozen like no um it wasn't until it won so many awards that i was like oh maybe we should watch this and then when i watched it i was like blown away because i'm like no well no duh like this is why i won so many awards i've never seen frozen really i've never seen frozen i purposefully avoided Frozen. okay (laughs) not because i have anything against the snow or the nordic people you know i'm totally cool with that i just I don't know why I missed it. I missed the whole hubbub, and now I feel like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna watch it so far removed from any of that. Yeah, that Frozen Two is coming. I know. I heard. I heard yeah. that it's it's on the way, man. Yeah. So I gotta get on it. I'm gonna get on it eventually. No, and it but was it, only it's got nothing to draw me in. To be very honest, I don't even know what they put out. What else they put out that year? I don't remember. But I'm sure. I mean, Disney is a train, like a force that cannot be stopped obviously and so like they put so many movies not so many movies out but they put a lot of movies out every year that you like don't know what is or isn't what is yeah what is or isn't and like what they're emphasizing what they're not emphasizing so again it wasn't until frozen won all those awards that i was like yeah man it's a musical i didn't even know yeah. like it, it's crazy and the first time i watched it i was blown away blown away for real completely okay I like i was a that... believer like yes wow. i mean i okay i have a bias. i have a bias because i do love disney and okay. disney can do no wrong in my heart like no wrong like i want to live in disneyland like one of the major media conglomerates scarily pushing out other i don't care no it doesn't scare me at all because i love it i'm eating it up along with everybody else in this country obviously because like how are they getting so big because everybody loves it like right right so i mean they're a little i'm just i'm reluctant of any major media corporation every day pay a hundred and something dollars to go into these parks. Yeah, but I mean, I don't call that admirable in America. We pay money for everything. Like, we pay money for... No, no, no. I'm saying, yo, like, everybody's eating boards. it up. No, I'm like, yeah. everybody's eating it up. Right, but the eating it up doesn't make it valid for me, is what I'm saying. Mm. Doesn't 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 legitimize it in full, because yeah. America eats a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Like, America cannot stop eating. We yeah. are the consumption nation. Right? I don't... We are... I Okay, so there are some people who will admittedly say I'm a Kardashian fan. Right. Whatever. Right. I don't feel any embarrassment yeah. saying that I am a Disney fan. I'm not trying to invoke it. Like <laughs> I'm not trying to I'm not trying to impart any of Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just the only thing that They're bothers getting me. Getting big for a reason. Right. And I I get that. I just I'm reluctant Have you, Isaac Promoter, the CEO or one of oh, the, okay. one of the like higher ups. Sure. Um there's just I want to go to his house. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> I don't even know Isaac, who is it. <laughs> is it Isaac? I think his name is Isaac. Um, yeah. There's just any. I mean, any corporation in America that's too big is probably gonna have some sort of dirt on them, right? Any in our economy, everybody's got blood on their hands, right? If you're paying eight dollars for jeans, you know, whatever. Um, so I get what you're saying there. I'm not trying to come at Disney at all in in that way. Um. But yeah, they put out amazing products. It's fr- it's like there's no denying that they put out incredible, incredible work. I am um, nodding my head. Part yes. of <laughs> part of my difficulty as a creator and as an artist is what you have to do to the dues you have to pay and the channels you have to go through for art and 
the end people to connect. Um, now, if you are an incredible artist and you want to create and you want to make a show or you want to write a comic, you have to go through these industries that have their own set of bylaws and channels and dues in which you have to pay that you have to set aside three or four pages in your comic book um, for advertisements. You know, like those are the kinds of things that bug me as an artist. And Disney has its own set of those Mm -hmm. that kind of mess with me. I mean, um, what they did to my dude who was the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, like that kind of bugs me. I can't remember his name right now. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. Um, Adam Gunn. Um, the what they did to him for like past tweets bugs me a little bit. Um, because people can grow and change and develop, and these things were from years ago. Um, he's a different kind of creator now. Um, Disney Disney does not take on any controversies, and that kind of that kind of bugs me. You know what I mean? Because like those are the kind of people that like just oh we'll just we're so wealthy that we could just sort of back away from from these from these things and keep them quiet and nobody's really going to question us because everybody loves yeah you know um yeah everybody loves these things i agree that like everything that's big didn't get big off of like honesty yeah or like you know i'm sure they have their closet of secrets yeah i don't Um, even want to i'm not even gonna get into it yeah um and i uh just recently um quincy jones's daughter rashida jones yeah she was supposed to write Toy Story 4. Oh, shoot. And she ended up not doing it because of some controversy. Some, right, she called it racism. <sighs> Something happened. How um, dare you not let Anne write that show? I know. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of hers. But, um, really? Yeah, but it doesn't take away from whatever happened to her. She's entitled yeah. to what happened to her. Hold on. Um, and she stepped away from that project for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, so of course, uh, Disney has yeah. their skeletons, and I'm right. I'm sure they're yeah. ugly. Yeah. Um, do I want to know? No. <laughs> do, I, <laughs> do I do I in the back of my head or mind know that they exist? Yeah. Well, okay. okay so the, w- literally, so pause real quick. This conversation is a microcosm of what literally happened to Tomorrowland. <laughs> Okay. This conversation is a, is a perfect example of what happened in Tomorrowland. Spotlight was about, you know, about rape within the Catholic Church. You know what I'm saying? Mad Max Fury Road, people were waiting for this movie for years for yeah. a sequel to Mad Max. And it's a visual, like, it's a masterpiece, right? Um, the Martian, incredible. Like, Neil deGrasse Tyson said it's the most accurate, um, accurate film uh, from a physicist's point of view like these films are what happened to tomorrowland and tomorrowland is an incredible sci-fi story of hope mm-hmm. um it's you know kids who basically find their way um to a scientist who opens them up to a sort of fantasy yeah <laughs> opens them up to not just the fantasy world but a world where literally whatever they dream to be possible can be possible. And it's a beautiful vision of like, how do we make it from here where we are in the sort of like social and ecological turmoil to a different world? Like, how are we going to make it there? Um, the, I, I think, okay, so because it's deleted scenes, I think George Clooney should have been replaced with Jim Carrey. Okay. Mm. Yes. You know what I was going to say? That I do remember seeing the, um, 
the previews for it. Yeah. And I was like interested. But because it was George Clooney, I was like, meh. You're like, <laughs> is that weird? You. No, is that I don't weird? think it's weird. I've never been a George Clooney fan. Never. I don't understand his sex appeal. I really uh-huh. don't. Um, so like, I feel like I had it been, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just do like... you, bro. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't, because it was him, yeah. I wasn't like on it. And I'm okay. usually, usually on Disney movies. Gotcha. Um, never watched it. Okay. Not even interested. Um, but it was because of George Clooney. Yo, and I get that. I get that. So a little bit of background is that George Clooney just came off of doing Monuments Men, uh, which was a story about yeah, like, that I saw group that. of were Oh, for real? You saw that? Yeah. So that was a pretty decent movie, right? It like dry okay. humor or whatever. Yeah. Um, Coen Brothers, I think, film. Um, and then he went on to Hail Caesar after this, which is that, okay. that movie that got nominated for not Best Picture. It might have got Best Picture. I now. wanted to see that. Um, I didn't Hail see Caesar it. was okay. Um, but what I'm saying is like these are two di- wholly different kinds of roles than Tomorrowland. I feel like Tomorrowland needed a kind of like incendiary figure to lead and be one of like to be one of the main characters to draw people to that film. Do you know if anybody else was no. up for the role? No, I don't. I don't. Okay. Um, I what I was trying to do with deleted scenes was say like I'm gonna picture this film at least for this one and be like who would who who can take this film to that next level? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because the controversies are already out there. Like you know, or some of the controversies are already out there. Um. You know, like Marlon Wayne shouldn't have should have been Robin instead of Chris O'Donnell and Batman and Robin. Like that one's already out there, right? So I wanted to do something where it was like picture this movie with this guy. And I oh. think Tomorrowland I think Tomorrowland personally Then I totally misunderstood you. No, I think it can go go either way. Okay. I think it can go either way personally. Um so that's what I think that's my deleted scene, man, is I feel like this movie, I loved this movie. And again, because I'm taken by sci fi. I'm mm-hmm. taken by stories of hope too. Because as much as like I'm kind of a Debbie Downer myself. I want a story of hope every yeah. once in a while. I want a story that that shows me a different world is uh, is possible, a different situation. You think is Jim Carrey would have delivered that? I think Jim Carrey, yo, I think he would have killed it in okay. his like old transcendental sage kind of stage in his life. Um, I also think he works really well with kids, mm-hmm. and so working like that could have been something. Um, not redemptive, but it could have been a different kind of view of him now. Yeah. Uh, later on in life. Um, so yeah, I wish Jim Carrey was in it. I mean, I want to think about Jim Alec Baldwin. I haven't even seen this movie, but do you think Alec Baldwin? See, here was here was my difference. Here was my so the example I had between Jim Carrey and George Clooney. It applies to Alec Baldwin because I think Alec Baldwin and George Clooney could be interchanged in this role, right? What? Here's here's the analogy though. George Clooney is the guy I want to to plead my case in the Supreme Court, right? Jim Carrey is the guy I want to plead my case at the gates of heaven. That's that you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they both bring a different kind of feel. Like I feel like George Clooney brings that like direct, um, almost um like legal kind of intensity to him to to a lot of his roles right Mm -hmm. um michael clayton even in oceans 11 he's smooth but he's calculated yeah he's never really like the goof like i think i started losing him at oh brother where art thou dude i love oh brother where i love it too but i didn't like him i didn't feel like it was like too goofy or too like yeah it wasn't george clooney for me 
Okay. Okay. Well, he was losing his cool there, right? Which he doesn't do. He yeah. doesn't really do. It's like Denzel playing a goofy role. Like, what was Denzel's goofy role? He doesn't really do that. He doesn't do like an e like, um, the pacifier, like the rock. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't. He yeah. doesn't go there. Um, and so I think I think part of what this movie was missing was some some of that like comical fury mm-hmm. was some of that like. But I'm pleading the I am pleading to the soul of people rather than just to the logic of people that just the odds are against us because, you know, what I'm saying like climate change is happening. We have UN, you know, I'm not going to get into my climate yeah, yeah, change yeah. debate or like diatribe, but that's that's what I feel like is the difference for me between George Clooney and Jim Carrey. And Alec Baldwin can kind of be interchanged in that, but he did 30 Rock and Alec Baldwin is hilarious, right? But Alec Baldwin- But he can be serious. He can be stoic. Absolutely. Absolutely, he can. I just think Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin's ceiling for comedy is less, is less manic mm. to me. Alec Baldwin's comedy is is dry. Alec Baldwin's comedy can like cut into you know what I'm saying like yeah. some deep terrible place in you. And it can it can be ridiculously funny in, you know in 30 rock style. But like I just think there's a di- there's a kind of intensity that this role needed because there's a part in the film where you're basically transitioning through time through dimensions. Um and Hugh Laurie does an incredible job as Nick's of like um showing what the future could or or may not hold for for the human race um and yeah i guess i'm really just in love with space um so yeah that's my deleted scene for this week for this week so maybe we should roll the credits there you go robert will add his own music i'm adding mine too um roll credits do you want to go first you want me to go first i'll go okay cool um i would like to thank uh entenmann's donuts softies um for giving me a for creating a purchase that's so um broad and all-encompassing that both me and my wife can equally like this purchase of donuts um there's so it's so rare that i can buy a sweet that both of us like equally with equal amounts of passion um and that's not a girl scout cookie and this is definitely one of them um so thank you for that thank you for the makers of ice melt uh revolutionizing the um the snow killing game um ice melt is an incredible product if you're not using it and you don't live we're not getting paid we're not getting paid at all and i don't think i'd like to get paid but (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so uh we've just used a lot of that and we're coming off gigantic snowstorm so there's that um thank you five rabbit for providing me with my current newest sweatshirt um can i say this is this like a pg-13 podcast no i think it's cool chinga tu pelo is the name of the um the beer and the sweater and the documentary uh about their uh journey in fighting um the current president of america um and standing against him and i love them please interpret that What's that? Translate that. So, uh, Five Rabbit had a concert. No, no. Translate that. Fuck your hair. Is <laughs> 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 actually what it means. Um, and yeah, I won't, I won't bore you with that uh, whole story. But you should look into it. You should drink Five Rabbit beer. Um, it's incredible. Five Vulture is probably one of my favorite. Uh, and uh, El Santo Sweat, nah, it's probably my all-time favorite. But it's kind of a not an everyday beer that they that they sell either way um i would also like to thank uh i would like to uh, i'd like to thank um c.s lewis for writing the four loves and giving me an incredible 
uh, way of viewing and sort of a matrix for viewing uh, how we interact with love. Um, thank you for that. Uh, that's been just incredible to read. Thank you, Jim Harrison, for writing Sundogs uh, and making me want to write for the rest of my life and making me know I suck but wanting to do more. Um, thank you, uh, Alejandro Inaritu, um, for writing Birdman and creating that and giving me the third part of Bat the Keaton Batmans that I wanted so badly uh, and in the best way uh, for super realism and all that that means. Um, yeah, so those are my things. Those are my things. Um, I'd like to thank the Academy for this award. No, um, I'd like to thank um, the IV fluids that were put into my bloodstream last night. Um, I was not feeling well. I went to the ER. Um, but I feel a lot better. Um, coffee. Love coffee. Oh, yeah. I was waiting all day to drink coffee to feel better. Um, because I can't do it consistently it's not good mm. for you obviously um wait, wait, wait. can't drink coffee consistently. like i can't drink it every hour which i oh. would love yeah i mean if i could put caffeine in my iv sure i thought you were a caffeine uh i'm a fanatic okay, okay no 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 i'm a fanatic <laughs> like, no you better not be <laughs> i know that i i know myself and so yeah. it's yeah. kind of like alcohol i can't i can't be drinking all day um and then Vaseline for keeping my lips um Vaselined up I don't know um and then yeah I I think that's it mm -hmm. I'm still I'm still reading listening to um Becoming um yeah. and I'm I'm caught up I'm oh, yeah. an Obama lover not that I wasn't before but if she runs for president, we win. Oh my we God! Yes. I don't know if we're. Yeah. Can we start a petition or something? Like, let's I talk think, to her. I think we gotta let them lay low for a bit. Get the Obama Foundation, get the library all set up on the south side, and then let her, let her come. It's not even fair, though. It's what not. Oh, I'm not gonna. Let's talk about this outside. Of I'm the not podcast. saying. I'm not saying she can't do it. No, she saying, like led down her life so that her husband could become what he was becoming. He could do that for her. Oh, absolutely. So he could, she could do it now. It doesn't matter. He can build his library on the side. Feminism, Mike, get on board. <laughs> I'm with you, dude. I'm 100% um, <laughs> with you. <laughs> anyway, Michelle Obama, run for president, please. Um, do, you know La Presidenta. do you know how many Democratic nominees we have? <laughs> Uh, right now. Okay, that's a right, whole right, other right, right. discussion. That's it. Um, okay. I think we're done. Okay. Love you guys. See you soon. Yes, come back Talk for more. You. Ciao. <laughs> oh, um, please hit us up at Instagram. Are we doing? Yeah. At Mike's Camera Action. Um, yeah. So, yes, it's up. Um, let us know what you think. Yes. Um, criticism is... Um, Not welcome. <laughs> super welcome. Let us know what you want to hear. Um, and yeah, cool. All right. Love it. Uh, Bye.